like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. Hey, hey, all day, day. Oh my God. Welcome to I Like to Movie Movie. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. And if you have been following the show for as long as we've been doing it, for the last year now, we've yes. been doing Movie Movie Live, indeed, which is our monthly game show at Philomoka. Yes. And uh, so in honor of our one-year anniversary, we have uh, the, the, the brains behind Philomoka yes. with us. And that comes in two parts. It does, indeed. So um, first, first and the foremost, uh, we have, uh, I guess, the mastermind behind a curator, director, what do you want to call it? Eric yeah. Bresler. Eric Bresler. Yeah, hey. do you have a title you like to go by? There, uh, my email signature is always director slash curator. Director, oh, curator. right on. Oh, you nailed I it. I went the other <laughs> way, but I got the right words. Yeah, and then the um, uh, I guess we could say the 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 mascot, the the ma- <laughs> I want to use mastermind again. We have little Sean, <laughs> little, Hi, little Sean. We'll call him the house manager of Philomoka. I'm into that. You're the house manager. How do you feel about that? Feel pretty good. You good with that title? Yep. What Your pictures that? on the wall, so that's that's yeah. it. I mean, that's. What needs to be said? Yep. And what does that job entail, being house manager? Yeah. Um, cleaning up, um, working door, working AV. All right. Yep. Try it <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. Feels pretty good. Yeah, you sound great. How old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen years old. That's insane. How did you? Yeah. G- how did you? Uh, like get into? Like how did you meet Eric? Um, so there used to be these mad decent block parties in mm-hmm. like 2008 and I used to go there a lot. How old and were you th- then? Um, I was like seven, eight uh-huh. and then it got transferred over to Gavin. I hung out with him for a bit and then it got transferred over to Eric and I started hanging out with him too. So that's a history of the building. <laughs> we, we, uh, we all <laughs> met him because he used to ride his bike by, um, okay. and just, uh, basically stop and talk to everyone in the neighborhood and uh, so, yeah, that's how we got to know him. He would just stop by on his bike, and we learned that he was funny and had talents. And uh, it wasn't long before we put him on the stage, and he did his first uh, kind of stand-up comedy routine. Yep. <laughs> Can you do a joke for us? I know comedians um, hate that. I've actually been telling people a joke that you told me, a wildly inappropriate joke. Which one? It was about Cinderella getting oh. to the ball. <laughs> but um, uh, you, you don't understand that joke, right? I don't know if you get that joke, but I I've told know. it to a lot of people. So I thank sure. you for that. You've uh, you've contributed to my life in that way and made it that much richer. <laughs> I enjoyed telling you that. <laughs> so Eric, how did how did you come into come into power at Filimoco? Oh, it was um it was just really a friend who was um in a band that I used to book. I come from the world of West Philadelphia kind of <laughs> basement shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so it was a guy whose band I booked back in like nineteen ninety nine to like two thousand two and um he was friendly with a guy who founded Filimoca. And um, the guy who founded Philomoka was looking to move to New York and have someone take over, and I was recommended. And literally after one meeting, I was like, yeah, I'll do this. And then uh, that was four years ago now. And who was the founder? Uh, His name's Gavin Hecker. He's uh, an audio guy who now does stuff in New York, works on uh, like Amazon original shows and stuff like that, the newest Woody Allen movie. Oh, right on. That's cool. Yeah. Now, what's uh, what's the mission of Philomoka? Uh, the mission is to promote diversity in the local arts, um, be it film or performance art or concerts. <laughs> Tonight we have a Tim Burton-themed burlesque show. That's so cool. Um, so yeah, we, we are all about diversity. We're all about kind of alternative culture mm-hmm. uh, and oftentimes pop culture-related alternative culture. That's where we fit in, I assume? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your shows totally mine you know, IMDb and bring up movies that we've either forgotten about or never mm. even heard of yeah. um yeah that's that's my personal enjoyment of your show oh that's great awesome right on, uh, right yeah well uh and so the venue so it was actually an art space before you got to it yeah uh for about a year and a half tops but it was mm-hmm. like sparingly used yeah uh, and it was mainly like um, kind of a sh- uh, treated like an underground show space. Right. And then when I came so in. So mostly I, for music. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so when I came in, I was like, you know what? The potential of this room is unlimited. Let's. Uh, <laughs> there goes little Sean. <laughs> That's what happens when you have little Sean on. I was Don't watching the mic uh, <laughs> slowly fall towards him. He, did, he needed a toothpick. <laughs> 
I've been trying not to bite my nails, and I got these super minty toothpicks, and I'm really addicted to chewing them. That's how my dad quit smoking. It's uh, they're they're delicious, and so I'm kind of hooked on it. Kid's yeah. got the whole and thing so, in his mouth. Yeah, just don't <laughs> please don't choke and die on the show. I don't I don't need that recorded, and, and we want you around. That, I gotta we say don't want to have to put dates under your. That's under a good your, look uh, for photo. an undercover cop. A uh, toothpick coming out the mouth. Well, you don't want to pick your nose with it. I don't think that's <laughs> doing you any favors. That's a pretty decent vaudeville trick. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. But the show is all audio, so that kind of thing doesn't help. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one knows you're doing what you're doing right now. That's why I'm describing it loosely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I, I lost track uh, of you so there for a see. second. I, I just basically described Philomoka, uh, and our mission <laughs> is to kind of, you know, showcase underground alternative arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and often with a pop culture bend, be it right. like Macaulay Culkin's, you know, pizza theme. Oh, yeah, you guys actually had them there, right? Yeah, we had the, the, the yeah, we had the pizza underground. They played two times in one night, and it was their first show outside of New York. How um, was it? It was awesome. Instant yeah. sellout. Uh, we had a whole pizza theme night. Uh-huh. The night opened with Little Sean, um, eating pizza on stage <laughs> for literally like 10 minutes. No, <laughs> Sounds no, wonderful. Yeah, no talking, and the crowd went wild. Um, <laughs> that's incredible. And that's would a good <laughs> example of how we utilize his yeah. talents. Would you consider that uh, one of your great works, Sean? Uh, nah. No. Well, what's one of your favorite collaborations that we've done? Uh, my movie. Uh, your we'll, movie. We'll get to that. But yeah, what, we're going to talk uh, about that. What about some other live things, like when you covered William Shatner's cover of Rocket Man? That was that? fun. Yeah, <laughs> that was really Ooh. fun. And then we is there a video of that the... somewhere? There is, and it's that a, I would like to it see. is three Shawns. There's two on the screen oh, and one oh, on man. the stage. Naturally, it's, absolutely. That one took a lot of work. Do you now? Uh, it, do you have a reference point for William Shatner? Like, did you know what you did? You know who William Shatner was when you did it? Do you know what a no. reference point no. is. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know who William Shatner is now that uh, you've done it? Not really. No. Do you know who Chris Pine? I is? heard of him. You've heard of him. All right. But you watched that video multiple yeah. times, yeah. right? It was hard to learn. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you learn that you learned to dance and everything? No, I didn't do a dance. I just sat on a stool. <laughs> okay. You just no. have to learn when to scream Rocket Man and Yeah, for the wild the night. wild Shatner, he like loosens up and you know, <laughs> undoes his tie. <laughs> it's pretty great. That's awesome. Right on. Oh, very nice. Well, we've had you do some movie movie stuff before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um you were you gave away the Oscar the first couple times, but the last few rounds you've had to go to bed. Yeah, I yeah. had school, but now free. Uh, summertime oh, again. Oh, free for the oh, summer. All right, this is good because we we consider you often when we're writing the show. Uh, we we are often talking about like, well, maybe we can get a little Sean for that. You know, every once in a while, there's like a <laughs> a game that's a little too subjective for like Dan and I to award points for it, and we're like, well, maybe we can just have a little Sean be like, yeah, yeah I like that it. one the best. <laughs> Uh, but uh, so w- I guess the reason we uh, we have you guys here is not just to talk about Philomoka. Uh, it's to talk about a movie that uh, really little Sean made uh, with with Eric's help. I think you get a, a producer credit, Eric. Is that is that right? Yeah. Um, so my involvement with uh, Sean's movie was really limited to typing the script. Uh-huh. He, uh, he he narrated it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, wrote it as he went along, and mm-hmm. I simply did the typing. And then uh, I pointed the camera where he said to where, where he said to shoot, and I. Uh, you know, made the cuts where he said to cut things, mm-hmm. but uh, it was all under his supervision. Yeah. Uh, and that movie is called Undercover Cops, yes. uh, which you can find on Vimeo right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really it's great, <laughs> like, 10-minute uh, short film that they, they produced around Philadelphia. Uh, and uh, I, I so I just watched this, and I, I want to compliment your editing skills more than anything else. <laughs> uh, that is a very well-edited uh, uh, short film. Uh, there's some very funny edits that you chose to make, uh, such as leaving a, a small shot shot in where a wig falls off of your head and you smile directly into the camera. <laughs> it's like this perfect little punchline at the end of the scene. Uh, it, the, the I'm a fan of the non-action-packed descent back down the ladder yeah. <laughs> when it's time to get back in. And uh, But it's good, though, because to credit your performance, once you get steady on the ladder, you look at Rob and you give him a, a head shake that's just like, <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. And it's... Oh, that's great. lethal weapon right there. Yeah, that, and is, you that can was find a tool for this um, shit. Music video on Vimeo too. Oh, right on. <laughs> oh, you made a music, nice video? music video. Monster by Little Sean. Monster. Check it out. Right. Can you give us a? Can you give us like a hook? It's by Meek Mills. I don't okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I want to hear how how you handle it. Uh, I forget it. Oh, okay, that's fine. Let's I don't know any Meek Mills. Try to keep on track here, though, Little Sean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throwing out yeah. ads for other things. That's all right. He, uh, he can plug away. Uh, but yeah, what I love right before that descent to the ladder is how um, it's just like a single take as yes. they run the perimeter of the. I said to Dan, roof. I was like, "This is awesome. This is like Scooby Doo. Yeah, You're just is. watching the characters move from point A to B. <laughs> like nothing's really happening." 
Good score, though. Oh, gr- was, yeah, by uh, the way, who did the original music that was in it? That was Austin. He's one of the Philomoka guys. Uh-huh. And, uh, he volunteered to do that and came it's up with it. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, really good uh, score, but also like a good cop score. Like it's, It sounds like what should be in your undercover cop movie. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty impressive. You could put it right over Serpico. And in case you try to find this on YouTube, it's it's uh, been taken off because the film opens with a Drake song. It does indeed. And it needs uh, that Drake. I have to say it needs that Drake song. I was happy that you guys <laughs> moved it to Vimeo uh, so that you could keep that music. I think that's pretty necessary for that opening. Yeah, definitely. Uh, now, how did you... Uh, so you cast uh, our, our friend Rob, who uh, has been on, on Movie Movie before. Yeah. Uh, and he works at Philomoka with you guys. You cast him as the other undercover cop. You play the lead undercover cop. Yes. Uh, and, and Rob is your partner. How, how, how did you decide that Rob would be the... Uh, how did you cast Rob? Me, me and um, Eric were just thinking about who could be my partner, and I just blurted out Rob. <laughs> and it happened. The, you know what's funny? This I don't think is unlike a lot of like real true Hollywood stories that you would That's hear. That's a fit of inspiration, yeah. if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. God poked your brain, and you said, "Oh, Rob, you're right." <laughs> and did that did that same thing apply to basically the whole cast? It was a little hard to choose for who can who to be who, but it worked out. But it's all Philomoka people. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, it's it's a who's who of the uh, the Philomoka crew, uh, and I, I was impressed with your your use of locations. Uh, I was familiar with all of them because I I I, I go to Philomoka so often. Uh, but to the untrained eye, you made uh, quite you know good use of really three locations essentially. I think right the Trestle Inn, Philomoka, and uh, an apartment. I think. Uh, yeah, and the rooftop and the beach. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the beach! Holy crap! I, I do want to talk about that. That was some <laughs> real production alert. value. I got to tell you, <laughs> I was very impressed when it went to that. Because when I saw the picture, okay. So spoiler alert: uh, uh, Sean, uh, Sean's character, uh, Sean. Uh, right, his name's Sean in the movie. Yes, I think. Yeah, everybody Sean, is, uh, every, is yep. named themselves. Uh, Sean's uh, character is uh, uh, married to a woman named Carly uh, in the film. And uh, without spoiling anything, uh, uh, Carly uh, uh, Carly is the crux of the plot line here. She's she's uh, she is sort of what sets the movie in motion. Uh, and at a certain point, we see a picture of Sean with his wife Carly. And so and you're on a beach. And I and I thought to myself, I was like, oh, that must be why they cast Carly. They've already got this picture of Sean with Carly at the beach. That makes sense. <laughs> no, no. Then it cuts to you guys at the beach, having a great day at the beach together. <laughs> I was very impressed by that. I, I like how you're tough on on uh, drugs, but uh, waves, no match for waves. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, quite a few times you got leveled there. Yeah, we got about an hour's worth of him just, uh, <laughs> getting knocked over by waves. Get <laughs> the cut out. Oh, there must have been some tough cuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then what? So how well, how much did you actually shoot? Like, how long was the shoot? Do you know how much footage you had overall by the um, time you were done? I had shooting? a lot of footage because I kept on like laughing at like random stuff, and we uh-huh. had to keep on doing like a retake. Yep. Like we did probably like five retakes of everyone. Okay. Every. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and so, what do, uh, when it came to editing the movie, then did you feel like you did you want it to be ten minutes, and so you whittled it down to ten minutes, or? Eh, I wanted it to be a little bit longer, but. Okay. I that that's why when we did the second script, I tried to make it a, expand it more. Okay, so it's a bigger idea for the sequel. Yeah. Universe building. Yeah, I like that. Action figures. Um, Lunch boxes. <coughs> now it's gonna is, be huge. Yeah. <laughs> did the baseballs uh, the flamethrower. <laughs> Is the uh, is the sequel um, you and Rob again? Uh yes. Same undercover cops. Well, not technically. Oh. Oh. Explain. Um. So what happens is, um, so in the second film, me and Rob are partners in the beginning, and then he starts to turn away from me, and he starts doing drugs. So spoiler. We find <laughs> out who we try to find out who's the biggest drug dealer. Don't you dare spoil that. Never mind. Yeah, that's, really, that's <laughs> the um. ending of the film. We don't want to give that <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah. Uh, but we'll say but that's, that... Ev- that's an interesting hook, though, that your your partner turns to a life of crime, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this is a direct sequel that, that Sean wrote, and every single character, no matter how minor in the first, returns. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Incredible. That's great. Uh, including Birthday Dog? Yep. Awesome! That's I love it. hands down the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Birthday what, dog's amazing. It's a real. I don't want to like uh, you know undermine your performance in it at all. But birthday dog was uh, award worthy. I think <laughs> it's distinctly a birthday dog. Yes, it's not yeah. just a dog whose birthday is mentioned. Mm-hmm. It is a birthday dog. It's a birthday dog credited yeah. as birthday dog. <laughs> yes, he was the, uh, the character name. Very very smart stuff. So we have some pages from 
Undercover Cops 2. We do indeed. To perform. Yes, which starts shooting uh, in this July, so in a matter ooh. of weeks. Ooh, by the ooh. Way. Uh, right d- well, we're gonna we're gonna need to get our hands on the script, little Sean. I believe there's a part in here for 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 Dan and I. Yeah, so let's uh, let's start at Interior Commissioner's office, okay. and uh, I will read the uh, the setup lines, and uh, Sean, you'll be Sean, and uh, Dan, why don't you be Justin? And okay. Garrett can be Rob. Okay, very good. Uh, but hold that closer <clears throat> to me, Sean, so I can read it too. Now, do you want me to attempt to do the same sort of affected voice that Rob does yeah, as the undercover it. cop? And, yeah, uh, okay. you know, you you know how police commissioners act in cop mm. movies, so have fun with it. What is what is my motivation here, is Justin? Uh. Uh, he is the police commissioner. <laughs> oh, oh, so I am okay. So Sorry yeah, I'm not gonna slam my fist on this desk because that's gonna do everything. But we'll. <laughs> All right, so we'll, uh, I'll, I'll emote. <laughs> so here, I'll, I'll uh, set the stage. So um, Commissioner Justin slams his fist down on the desk. Damn it, you two! Why do you always have to kill the drug dealers? Can't you bring them in alive sometime? Sorry, Chief. We don't play by the rules. They deserve to be dead. This is bullshit. The next time you kill another drug dealer, I'm taking both your badges, and you'll never come back to the force again. Rob sniffs a lot and has drugs on his face. Rob, I know about your drug problem. I'm taking your badge and your gun now, and you're going to rehab. Drug Dr- problem, you say? Oh, that's, no, that's Sean. Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry. Drug problem, you say? I knew about this all along, but I was waiting for you to catch up. You're the big boss and all. Oh, but you should know know all this. Give all me your badge this. and gun, Rob. Rob hands over his badge and gun. Sean stands up. I know you are a sergeant at all, but I'm tired of your bullshit. If you're taking Rob's badge and gun away, then take mine too. Sean throws his badge and gun at Justin. Sean leaves the office. Rob follows him, but stops and winks at Justin. Justin winks back. (laughs) Uh, Let's just keep going for this scene. Uh, Cut to the exterior of the police station. Sean stops Rob from walking away. So that's how the drug dealers knew your name. You do drugs. I know I have to stop, but I can't. Can you help me? Sure, I will do anything for my best friend. You go to rehab while I go and find out who's bringing all the drugs into Philadelphia. Thanks, buddy. Sean and Rob hug. Rob walks away. He has no idea what he's getting into. Sean looks at the police station. I will be back, police friends. But for now, I must be become anonymous cop. Uh, Cut to yeah, Undercover Cops 2, anonymous cop title. Oh, uh, that's so great. <laughs> uh, I loved the reveal of that title at the end of the first one, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. So that's incredible. It's a fantastic title. For that's a like deep cover. Yeah. Now, anonymous cop. So are you like a fan of cop movies? Are there cop movies that influenced you for this? Um, Mostly my dad influenced me, and I always wanted to make him like not not like a movie, but like kind of a video of like my ideas. You mm-hmm. should say that your father's a police officer. He, I was just gonna cop. ask. He's a cop, <laughs> uh, and uh, so but no, like, uh, do you have any favorite like buddy cop movies? You, you know, uh, I like Wrong Cops. Wrong Cops. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, I I just recently watched Wrong it's Cops, great. and Did I can't like stop it? listening to the soundtrack. Oh, it's great! It's, With the it's fantastic. It's so funny. It's a great yep. film. That uh, that was had a pretty small release, right? That was like uh, like a, a smaller release. Well, yeah, it was the guy who made Rubber. Right. Um, yes. Yes. So okay. It, it got like you know VOD. Yeah. Theatrical. I've seen Rubber. That's, I saw Rubber. Yeah. Boring. I actually saw Rubber on the big screen. Oh really? That was a weird experience. Yeah. But, uh, I, I like that movie. I, I get what it's going for. Yeah. It's, uh, but it, it's definitely a movie about a tire that can make your head explode. So, <laughs> yeah. You know. I, I kind stuff. of enjoyed that movie. I, I, I don't know. I felt like it was a little uh, pretentious, maybe. I'm I'm with you on yeah. that one. Yeah, uh, but it but it, it was an interesting experiment. Like what it was trying to do was was mm. pretty fascinating. I thought. Yeah, you got to give credit to anyone that is that adventurous. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it it definitely it very quickly was like not winking at me. It was like <laughs> you know it was trying to watch, uh, tell me how smart you it should was. definitely watch Wrong Cops, but you should also watch Wrong. Oh. Movie that it spun off of. Okay, wrong has perhaps career best William Fickner. Whoa, I, I just might say that. I don't know. We'll <laughs> see. It is great. Really great. Sa- so this about? is the same guy, same filmmaker. Same filmmaker. Yeah. Um. What the fuck? What the fuck is his name? Quentin Duplo. De- oh, Depew. Depew. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. What is it about? It's um. It's not really about so much. A guy's just trying to find his dog, but it's just a bizarre, crazy world. <laughs> it's so like wrong cops where everything doesn't make sense. Yeah. And Wrong Cops is like a sequel to it of some kind. Yeah, it's like a side movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, what what else you got? Have you, like, have you ever seen a Lethal Weapon movie? You ever? Uh... I seen um, Dark Skies. <laughs> 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 I 
Wait, Dark Sky's the alien yeah. abduction movie? Yeah. That was great. I like that movie, too. <laughs> when, yeah. when you watched that movie, what did you tell me you watched? Dark Skis. Dark Skis. <laughs> <laughs> and then he argued the title with me, and I was like, look, was it was the film about skiers or about aliens coming from the skies? Um, but you liked uh, that Wolf Cop movie. Yeah, that was Oh, great. yeah, I haven't you watched that, that, that yet. That's on uh, Netflix. It's, it's so my list. good. You like that? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's so just like wrong cops. Nothing makes sense. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, it's Wolf Cop. Yeah. That's. Have you seen Kung Fury? No. Okay, you should watch Kung Fury. You can watch it on YouTube tonight if you want. So what did you draw <laughs> upon when writing? Uh, I almost said wrong cops too. Undercover cops too. Anonymous cop. Yeah. Like, how does Dark Skies fit into your uh, <laughs> your undercover cop <laughs> sequel? Oh, it doesn't. I was just saying. <laughs> okay. I liked Dark Skies too. I'm with you. I enjoyed it. It was a fun time. It was weird, but it's dark skies. So I, no, I like dark skies. That yeah, it was fun. I've, I've never seen cool. that. You see Oculus? I I love Oculus. Oh, so I will stand good. by Oculus forever. And I'm also madly in love with that woman. I forget what her name is. Uh, she's she's in Guardians of the Galaxy. The girl and, that um, falls off the thing. She's the the redheaded beauty that's the lead of Oculus. Oh yeah. I, from she's Doctor from Doctor Who. From Doctor Who. Right? Who. Oh, yeah. I, what is her name? Oh, uh, she's wonderful. Karen Gillan. Yeah. Um, yeah, Oculus is pretty jacked. A WWE movie. It is a WWE movie. Wait, Oculus is? Yeah. It is. Does it have yeah. any WWE stars? No, which is which is rare for the WWE right. movies. But the night before it was released on Monday Night Raw, they brought the Oculus mirror backstage, <laughs> and uh, Adam Rose looked into it, which uh, I thought was a lot of fun. That's wild. That's funny. That oh. that's a brilliant. They're they're brilliant marketers with wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not a I'm not a huge wrestling fan. But the like, I, I know a lot of people who are, mm-hmm. and I completely get the love for it and the addiction for it. They are brilliant with marketing. They touch everything. I watched something the other day. It was uh, it was Ben Stiller was was on it, sure. and he came out. I forget what character he was, do- he was doing, but he got beat up and you know carried out of the ring. And it's yeah. like, why? Why? Okay, Ben Stiller's there. That's awesome. I remember he was on when they were promoting Mystery Men. I oh. think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah he era. was he was one of the one of the Mystery Men. Interesting. I like that movie actually. Anybody else for for Mystery Men? Anybody else on that on that team? He's one of my very favorite comic book writers, but I thought the movie was it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, I, I just think it's like it's got a it's just silly in a way that uh, you know it it there's definitely no other comic book movie like that one. Yeah, you know, the cast is amazing. Oh, it's incredible, and actually that's probably why it's somewhat of a disappointing movie because you're just like, man, they really assembled some. <laughs> Great people to make this oh, yeah. dumb movie. <laughs> Dane Cook's The Waffler. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Well, I'll throw this out there. Sean, I'll ask you this, and Eric, I'll ask you the same question. Um, just broad, what is the, what is that one movie? What is the one that you're on the desert island that you must have with you? Favorite movie. Favorite oh, my movie. Favorite movie. <laughs> um, to put it simply. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll give you time to think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Whenever I'm asked that, I always say Phantasm 1 through 4 are my Whoa. favorite movies. Mm. Um, and if I have to rank them, it would be number 1, number 4, number 3, number 2, from favorite to least favorite. Uh, you're going to be really disappointed in me when I tell you I just finally saw the first Phantasm, because I am a Don Coscarelli fan, uh, and I did not like and that And you should movie. call him Don Coscarelli, okay? Coscarelli, is that his <laughs> name? Uh, yeah, I uh, did not like that movie. I can tell you that my love for it has evolved over time, Yeah, um, and that you should stick with the series, because... I do want to see more of it. Number four is an incredible film that utilizes... At least twenty minutes of unused footage from the first from the first film. one, right? I've it's, heard about that. It's an incredible experience. Yeah. I highly, highly recommend you stick with them. Yeah. And the I third think I've one only is this, seen the first one. Oh, you guys are missing out. the The third one's this weird riff on like Home Alone, <laughs> really? Okay. And yeah, and like militant, uh, you know, like uh, tough girl films. Like, yeah, there's okay. so much going on in that movie. It's right well on. worth. Your That's time. interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's I've heard I that I'd like to see those. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that the series overall is like actually kind of an interesting like experience. And it's an ongoing story, right? Like, it's yeah. just continuous, which mm-hmm. is so rare in horror films, mm-hmm. you know. And the fifth one is the same. The fifth one that comes out this year is the same thing. It's the story continued when the fourth one came out in what ninety seven, right? So like, uh, and eighteen years later, it's like. And this one incredible. is officially the last one, right? They, they no, no. They said that this the new director may just keep going. Oh, it. interesting. Okay, who is the new director? It's the guy know. who did the special effects for the previous. Okay, movie. that's okay. that's standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's wild. I, I I haven't really given so much thought to Phantasm. Yeah, it just I saw the first one as a little kid, and like the first orb mm-hmm. attack thing 
traumatized me. Like, because I remember I was flipping through the channels it was on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, neat, little flying balls. I'm like six. Yeah. And then they hit some guy in the face. And I, I remember like closing my eyes and seeing it. So there's a fondness there, but I do not remember the movie. Yeah, it, it has so it has cool sequences. Mm. There there are like like the orb <laughs> sequence is a cool sequence. There are like but it is like a real mess of a movie. You can tell that it was like yeah. sort of lost its way in the editing process and stuff. It, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They become more endearing as they go. And then you you kind of learn that Coscarelli's vision was really him trying to capture kind of childhood fears uh-huh. and the film isn't the films aren't so much about narrative as right. they are trying to like just capture this nostalgia. Right. Um, yeah, brilliant stuff. Did you think of a, t- a title? In the yeah, movie? Ride Along. Okay. You see that movie? Ride Along with Kevin Hart yep. and Ice Cube. Do you see that? I have not seen, I have not that, seen that movie. Have you yeah. seen that? I no, would no, absolutely no. watch that, that movie, no. though. Oh, it's so great. Oh, wait. Did I see that? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. You I said s- it was horrible. I, I went to the theater and saw <laughs> Ride Along on Sean's recommendation. <laughs> oh. And you didn't like it. Not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's great. But I mean, Kevin Hart's so silly and Ice Cube's so tough. I don't see how that can fail. <laughs> I mean, that is a wonderful combination. When I went to... Well, um, that's like a buddy cop movie, right? It's yeah. like he's going on a ride along with a cop. When I went to the movie theater, it was like a packed house. Like People were like sitting on the aisles. Mm, like, wow. Really? It was really packed. I can't wait for Kevin Hart to play Lincoln Financial because it, he it is happening. Really, but just I'm picturing this tiny little man <laughs> in the center of just hordes of people, and they're all, and it wouldn't even be worth seeing, yeah. but for that you know the fact that it's the visual that, of that not worth yeah. seeing. Where you're like, oh, this little dot there, it's Kevin Hart. He's crazy. You know? <laughs> oh, that's nuts! I can't believe he's doing that. That's yeah. nuts. But I mean, it's it, it's the same thing that happened with like a Dane. Cook, uh, yeah, totally. Where it was just boom, explosion, yep. and cool. Yep. Yeah, good for him, man. I, if you, know. you talk to any uh, older Philadelphia comics, a lot of them knew Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that they all say is like, well, he wasn't like the funniest, but he did not stop ever. Mm-hmm. He worked hard. And yeah, he's the man. Pays off. Yeah. Shows. Uh, I, uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of what my Desert Island movie would oh, be. Oh, mine's Boogie Nights. Hands Boogie down. Nights. I love yeah. that movie. It's just so perfect. I think it's Ghostbusters just because I, I find it so rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could watch that movie on a Desert Island forever, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and find new things to laugh at. I think there's new things to laugh at every time I watch it. Absolutely. Uh, Ooh, that's what I love sorry, about I that movie. That. Babe is there's a close a second. Babe? For me. Yeah, really? That's George Miller's Babe? Yeah. <laughs> He, he only, he only, direct, he only wrote second. that one, right? Yeah. yeah. He's the producer for it. But the oh, second one's great, too, <clears throat> which he did direct. Mm-hmm. That'll do. I pick. don't remember those movies like at all. I'm pretty sure I saw them. but no, I, I, I watch them every few months. Really? You taking that off the stand? Yeah. Yeah, there it? you go. Right on. Getting into your, your stand-up stance? Yep. So yeah. you do stand-up as well? Sometimes. So Sometimes. What, what makes you want to do that? That's something that Garrett and I both have history with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really like into that no more. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really like tell jokes anymore. What? Uh, what, when you told jokes, did you write your own jokes, or did you tell jokes that you kind of like knew and and had heard? I got most of them from like Google. Hold a mic in your oh, face, kid. I I made um. I <laughs> got most of them from like Google, and some of them I knew from people I heard them from. And okay. most of them started with the words your mother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot a lot of your mother. Now, your mother, not your mama. You you don't I'm you, sorry. No. I may have gotten the <laughs> 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 your, your mama. Your mama. You prefer your mama. All right. Well, All it's right. a mix of a little bit cuz it's not, you know, just yo mama. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> yeah. Give me a little something your mama. I'm into that. Uh, can you give me a good your mama joke? Your mama's so fat when she went on the elevator, it can only go down. Oh shit. That's pretty <laughs> fat mama. Oh shit. <laughs> Your mom is so fat that like she got on a scale and then she looked down and it was like, oh shit, that's a lot of. There's like a lot of weight on this. It was like a lot, like a high number. Oh, you don't approve of that one? No. Uh, your mom is so fat when she stepped on a scale, her phone number popped up. Oh shit! <laughs> what? Uh, my mom's the operator <laughs> though. Her phone number zero. <laughs> Please tell me you came up with that one. That was absurd <laughs> in a way that I well, really I enjoyed. Heard it. Like, oh, you heard it. Okay. Your mom is so <laughs> dumb that it. she took an IQ test and. When she got the results back, they were like like low. Your mom's like so really <laughs> low. Your mom's so stupid when she went to the Super Bowl, she brung a spoon. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> God damn it. It's so good. 
Oh, man. Is this what your listeners uh, tune in for? I think so. <laughs> I, we're not sure anymore. Uh, this is a more relaxed episode. Yes, we're celebrating sure. a year of That's movie, movie live. That, awesome. that is really why we wanted to have you guys here, uh, was to you know sort of cross-promote the venue and the show and, and, and uh, uh, Sean's uh, movie, uh, which I do. Vimeo, please uh, check it out, Undercover Cops. First thing, by the way, it's the first thing that comes up when you search Undercover Cops yeah. on Vimeo, Sweet. Uh, which is pretty cool. If you think about it, feel like Undercover Cops is probably a pretty common search term and title for things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, cause we, so we are doing for the one year anniversary, we're actually going to have filmmakers on the show for the first time as opposed to comedians. Um, so we have, uh, Tommy Avalone, uh, who directed I Am Santa Claus, the, uh, the Santa documentary. Uh, Mick Foley. Yeah. Not uh, a WWE film. Right, right. Uh, we have, uh, Dan Angelucci, who's like a local filmmaker. He did this series on YouTube called, uh, Golden Thrones, uh, that, uh, you know, gained like some, I heard about some popularity. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really funny. Um, no, I did. It was on YouTube. I heard about it. Yeah. Uh, it's, you it's, would enjoy it, Sean, actually. You would very much. It, I never watched it. You should watch it. I think you'd very much yes. enjoy it. It's uh, local comedian John Del Calo going to uh, Philadelphia bathrooms and reviewing the bathrooms, and it's really funny. That's fun. Uh, yeah, it's re- and it's done like uh, you know like an HGTV show basically. It's uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, and then uh, we have um, Brian Anthony Wilson, who uh, is uh, among many things uh, was on The Wire. Uh, he has played plenty season. of undercover cops yeah. these days. In fact, if you were to look at this man's uh, IMDb page, you'd find a lot of Detective Number Two in his uh, in his repertoire. Uh, so uh, get on board. Look him up, Sean. Yep. You can, you can meet a real undercover cop. Well, not a real undercover cop. A guy that played. But he a plays real one on TV. Cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was uh, in the Wire. That's that's the main thing. Yes. He's in the Wire. He was in Snake Eyes. De Palma. Boom. He, oh, I didn't know that. Go. Yep. Uh, does he play like a pretty significant casino security? Yeah, perfect. Yep. Oh yeah. Perfect. That's I love it. Uh, that it was really funny going to his IMDb page and looking at credits and being like, mm-hmm. oh, he's played a lot of characters. Uh, some of them had names. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. hey, he's doing it. He's going to be at the show. It is July 9th. July 9th. It is at Philomoca, which is at 12th and Spring Garden. Yeah. And it has the big picture of, uh, now I'm going to forget the actor's name, Jack Nance from uh, Eraserhead. Yes. So that is how you find it, and it'll be on July 9th. Yeah. Very good. Uh, you guys De Palma fans? I am. He, I, I don't know that I've ever seen a De Palma movie. Blowout, oh, man. well, I've, I've seen Mission Impossible, so I've, I've seen a De Palma movie. Mm-hmm. It might be the only one, though. That one's interesting, too, because if you revisit it now yeah. and what Mission Impossible has become, the original one actually does feel like a De Palma movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it has that, that thing to it. But uh, how, about, how about yourself? You brought um, it up. Uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite, on board with De Palma. favorite filmmakers. So like a, like a, like a Blowout De Palma or, or Mission to Mars? Oh, definitely the early part of his career. <laughs> I love like uh, Hi Mom and I've Greetings. seen Mission to Mars. Mm-hmm. That's a De Palma movie? Uh, that is a De Palma yeah. movie. Wow. Uh, Phantom of the Paradise, of course, one of mm-hmm. the greatest musicals ever made. Uh, Blowout is my favorite Philly shot film. Oh, it's amazing. Down. It's incredible. I really need to see that. People keep recommending that to me. I actually think they played it somewhere last night at I'm pretty, midnight. Yeah, I, I think I, I saw that. The, uh, I think the Roxy might have done it. Mm. What uh, else? Do, uh, I'm leaving out one. Oh, I love uh, Body Double. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. awesome. Dress to Kill? Yeah, Dress to Kill's great. Yeah, that has this really awesome opening shot. Um, it's not a huge tracking shot, but it's a series of long tracking shots through an art museum, and it's just like a paranoid getting chased kind of thing. Primo stuff. <laughs> the, the viewers at home, I just kissed my fingertips <laughs> and exploded them to let you know how I feel. That's uh yeah I don't uh I like like I said I he's just not a filmmaker I ever really uh you know investigated like you know uh, worth your time I'd say easily one of the greatest American filmmakers yeah of film history mm-hmm. totally uh, dig in uh he's also uh, uh Scarface right yep yes yeah. uh which I which I believe is one of his most famous movies but seems to not have aged well people seem to suddenly have come around to not liking Scarface so much. Uh, you know, there's, it was in the public's eye for so long. Yeah. Like bad t-shirt designs mm-hmm. and right. posters. Uh, he also made The Untouchables, which is oh, okay, a yeah. film. I think the thing with Scarface is that because of the nature of the movie, people often hold it up next to other movies inappropriately. Okay. And, you know, because it, it's, it's, it's a classic movie. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's the most awesome movie ever, but it's it's iconic enough. It's in the lexicon. So people just regard it as such. Uh, John Mulaney has the joke where he's like, oh, I love great movies like Scarface and Godfather. And my favorite foods, I like lobster and Skittles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's of that kind of thing where people who you know put them next to each other, and it's like, oh, no, they're great for different reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so there's a backlash 
against that where people are like, well, it actually sucks. And it uh-huh. makes me feel better to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, did you see Jurassic World, Eric? I did. Uh, what did you think? I don't remember a single thing about it. Ah, that's what uh, I was kind of uh, saying. Completely yeah. forgettable. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, that, you saw it too. Yeah. What did you think? It's called Jurassic Park, though, isn't it? <laughs> that's the first one. The newest one, the Chris Pratt one. Oh, that's Jurassic World. That's Jurassic mm-hmm. World. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It's great. You you liked it. it a lot? Yeah. I loved it. What was your favorite part? Uh, I liked when they um let the other dinosaur out and like the two dinosaurs fought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then my other fart. Sorry. <laughs> my, other, my other. Tell us oh. about your other fart. <laughs> when um the kids were in that little ball thing and they were like, I like that part. Yeah, yeah that was that was cool. Funny. That that was one of the the, the better <laughs> uses of like some practical effects and like callback to Spielberg's. I don't think uh, there was any practical dinosaurs in that scene. Not, not I think the only practical dino I saw was the head of the uh, brontosaurus that yeah. was sick. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That was, uh, I, I didn't mean dinosaurs. I meant that they were actually like the kids oh, yeah, were like in a thing bubble. and they were throwing the thing around and the kids were scre- You know, it was like it looked mm. more practical how than most that, of the other stuff in the movie. How did they do that? Like, uh, like how uh, how did they put the sequence together? Like, do you mean like how did they get the actors in the same space as the fake dinosaurs and stuff? Yeah, and like how do they like they like break the thing and like run and what's chasing them? Is it just like a picture? Yeah. So I th- generally uh, there's there's a couple different ways they do that now, but a lot of times it's on a just a big blank green screen, oh, and yeah, those kids yeah. are just running from nothing, and so they're mm-hmm. acting. You know, they're acting really hard as if there's a oh, big so dinosaur behind them. Oh, so they're not really them. sitting in anything. Uh, sometimes they probably are. Sometimes they're not. Depends on how they decide to set it up. I would imagine for certain shots, yes, they are. For other shots, probably not. But was that real with them like jumping in that waterfall thing? Uh, I would imagine that might have been a real stunt, but those kids might not have been the ones that jumped over the waterfall. Like those actual actors, that might have been like adults that were dressed to look like them that jumped over the waterfall uh. to make it look like those kids did it. And it uh. may have been a much smaller waterfall. Yes. Yeah. That, that they that they just tall. built something that was around. Um, yeah, it's, it's movie magic. Yeah, you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we went to the movies last night. Oh, what did you see? We drove out to the Mahoning Drive-In, and Ooh. we saw a uh, Charles Bronson film. Oh, oh yeah. Which one? Rider on the Rain. R- okay, what is right that? On. It's by Rene Clement. It's uh, not an action film. It's a very uh, atmospheric kind of mystery. Okay. Uh, Bronson's super suave in it. Uh-huh. Uh, a ton of fun. And then uh, after that was a film that I adore called uh, Road Games, which is an Australian film. Uh, from the director of Patrick, and uh, yeah, it's great. It stars Stacy Keach. He's a truck driver yes. driving <laughs> meat across the country, and he just encounters weird Australians along the way, uh, and gets mixed up in this kind of um, roadside murderer. It's an amazing film. That's cool. I highly recommend it. Have you ever seen it? I have not seen it. Have you, I, have you heard of a movie? It's called Wake and Fright sure. or Outback. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just what what that conjured to me. Yeah, one of the. Uh, one of the weird Donald Pleasance roles. Mm-hmm. That was a very strange role for him. I mean, not for him. It was just a very strange role. <laughs> but you see him in a in a very powerful uh, Dr. Loomis role where he's in charge, mm-hmm. and he's kind of crazy and mm-hmm. uh, awake and fright. Did you ever see uh, the Argento film Phenomenon? No. Where, uh, or is it Phenomena? But either case, um, Donald Pleasance is a scientist who has a... Uh, his assistant is a monkey. <laughs> right on. Um, a very intelligent monkey that like wears a lab coat. And oh, yes. That sounds awesome. That's my favorite Argento movie. It stars Jennifer Connelly. Highly recommended. Oh, really? Oh, uh, shit. What year is this from? Uh, 85, I believe. Wow. wow. She would have been young, right? Yeah. 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 She controls bugs with her mind. Oh, that <laughs> sounds awesome. Have you ever, um, She's a beautiful the mind. Haunt, the Hunting of the Whaley House? I have not. Have you? No. It's like about this. Um, Where this did you see this movie? On Netflix. Yeah. Um, and this this girl and and an older woman are doing like a tour of this house where like all the people the family like died there and it's like really haunted haunted so the young girl brings all her friends into there and they like get all into trouble and they like some of them like die and get like caught by the ghosts and like they just like all die and like the the older lady has to like close up the house crazy sounds delightful that was the best it's funny it's what great. a great cap to that you gotta see it it's and then really there's funny like this little girl with like blood on her face that like runs around Scary stuff you should see it it's funny oh, yeah. it goes <laughs> <laughs> sounds hilarious yeah. it sounds good. like a bloody good see. time uh 
I, I felt the same way you did about Jurassic World. I was curious how you would feel about it because I it, it like I, I I wrote my review that it was I, it was a weird experience for me actually because I I was never bored when I was watching it. I didn't hate it while I was watching it. I, I felt like I was mostly enjoying myself, uh, but I never cared about anyone at all. Right. I couldn't tell you anybody's name, and I could tell you every name of every character in the first one. Uh, I don't. There was just no arcs for any characters. They just were the same characters the whole time, uh, and it was m- mostly what it was. And I almost feel like if I go back into it with this mentality, I might be able to enjoy it a little more. It felt like a monster movie in ways that the other Jurassic Park movies never quite were monster movies. So someone told told me this, and I this this is the best way to describe it, I think. It said, it's not Jurassic Park 4. It's just the movie version of the Jurassic Park kids cartoon that never got made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that describes it perfectly. Yeah. It's all action figures and just candy-colored people yeah. doing things and wielding guns that yeah. you could you know, turn And I'm not even figures. against some of the stupid ideas in it either, like the you know the training raptors that people seem to be upset that somebody, you know, that they made that a plot point. Like, that's fine to me. That's, like, fun and weird. But what I can't get on board with is the extension of that, which is Vincent D'Onofrio coming in and going, we got to militarize these raptors. I've been waiting my entire life for this. It's like, you know, there are... Though, until he you know, revealed his plan, though, there was a while where I was like, you know what, maybe people got to start listening to this guy because <laughs> at least he feels the urgency. Yeah. Like, everyone else is like, oh, shit, it's out. Well, <laughs> he, cool. just, he just wanted to militarize it. But then it was like his explanation was like, come on, man, these are, these are dangerous, wild animals. Now that we know we can train them, we can militarize them. It's like, do you know how many trainable, dangerous, wild animals already exist on this planet that you could be using for whatever program this is? You needed to wait for us to genetically engineer dinosaurs? Wasn't that kind of just a stretch of them trying to make it somewhat socially relevant? Right, I think so. The first film, you know, came out at the height of, like, all of the... you know, the cloning and mm-hmm. the gene splicing and all mm-hmm. that, and it, like, made the film hit that much harder. This one had no, like, social aspects, no real subtext. Right. Just I, the only film. subtext it wanted to have was too self-reflexive to actually, like, have any weight because the only subtext it had was, hey, uh, w- the way we make movies now is it's got to be bigger. It's got to be faster. So we got to, like, if we want people to keep coming out to these movies, things got to be bigger. They need more teeth. Mm. Yeah. That's the plot of the movie. So the plot of the movie is the plot of making the movie. Sure. It's like, it's it, like too it contradicts its own message. It, yeah, it's way. too self-reflexive yeah. to actually, like, really carry the kind of weight that you're talking about that the original one had because it came out in the midst of, of something that actually made sense to the public. That's like something that movie nerds care about. You know what I mean? <laughs> you like you guys like that Chris Pratt guy? I, I do, I do. actually. Yeah. I, I, do I don't too. think he has uh, I haven't seen a lot of range yet, mm-hmm. but he has such charm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um and, and I know he's being courted to do an Indiana Jones kind of thing. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But perfect. in yes. in a way he is like a Harrison Ford. Like I, I don't think Harrison Ford is the the most range filled actor. Right. But he's good. He's classic. Mm-hmm. He's just a likable yep. Guy who can do what you know. He That's seems what I like about charm. Pratt. I think I think he's got like a sort of like classic Hollywood feel to him. Actually, mm-hmm. he feels like a sort of singular person. You know, he feels like uh, um, I, I guess Harrison Ford is like a good example of that, or or uh, or like a, a John Wayne. Like he's a singular type, a singular force, but like one that is. You can plug and play that type and that force. I think into he's a the return to the vulnerable hero. Yeah, we do. We have superheroes now, mm-hmm. and we have the Rock. Mm-hmm. And the only you, you cannot make the Rock weak. Right. You just have to give him a bigger robot to fight. Yeah, and it and it's the same thing across all action movies mm-hmm. with the Expendables, things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, with the Fast movies. Oh yeah, you know these are superhumans. Yep. And with the Marvel movies, these are superhumans. These are all better than real life. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh, there's the crumbling of the Die Hard. Is that Die Hard One, he cries. Yeah. Die Hard Four, he grimaces a missile out of the sky, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's you know he's superhuman. It, it yeah. defeats the purpose. Chris Pratt is a little bit more vulnerable. Yeah. And that's where I think he'll succeed is and that I he's he was a little more everyman. Yeah. I thought he was good in Jurassic World. Uh, they just didn't give him a lot to do. Right. Um. But he, you know, he he did fine with it. Um. And, and it was a little bit different than what he did in Guardians. I think too. You know, he had to be uh, a bit more of like uh, I guess a a serious character. I don't know. Sean, are you, uh, you sleepy over there, buddy? Nah, my eyes get, hurt. Get, getting a little... Mm. T- oh, your eyes hurt? <laughs> you're, what, what, are the, what is the pain that you're feeling in your eyes? Uh, no, it's, I think there's like something in my eyes, so I won't like it. Allergic to cats? No. Nah. No, that's I what always gets me myself. when I'm here. Oh. <laughs> you guys did... Uh, the way you said that was uh, allergic um, to cats? Oh, yeah, a little bit. Didn't you guys do like a best of the year so far recently? We did, yes. yes. What was the verdict on that? For me, it was Mad Max. Uh, it was was Mad Max. Mine was What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, I love that movie. It was a great really flick. Me too. So, so, so uh, funny. And I've watched it so many times, and each time it gets better. 
there's just little nuances that are so smart and so funny. Blink and you miss them. And it, it's it's like an Arrested Development where it just regains value each yeah. time. Highly recommended. Uh, I Kissing think the fingertips. What else again. was high on our list, though? We had um, uh, Ex Machina Duke of was Burgundy. high on both of our lists. I still haven't seen that. Uh, it's, it's good. It's worth seeing. Um, Furious 7 Furious 7 made, made both of our lists actually <laughs> it's really yeah, fucking good you're, that you're, was my number 3 Furious 7 just it, it went against the odds completely I, and succeeded it, I cried beautiful is, stuff I'm always going to have to say this for the rest of my life when I talk about that movie but it made me want to be a better man and there are <laughs> few few movies that have had that effect on me oh yeah <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that uh, that that was on there. I'm trying to think what else uh, hit our lists. One one that I keep ruminating on is White God. Mm, yeah, did you see White see God? That. That's a very That's cool the one. Dogs. Dogs. Yes, I I want to say it's Polish, but uh, yeah, it's uh, just little Korean, girl loses right? dog. What is it? Wasn't it Korean? Mm-mm. Or, okay. Mm-mm. Pretty sure it's Polish. Maybe I'm thinking of a different film actually. Well, it's dogs. <laughs> it's definitely a dog movie. And it's it's great. Over? Yeah. Over? yeah, like a little girl splits with her dog, and there's there's a indigent dog population. And they just kind of all band together and overrun the city. It's Fun. beautiful stuff. What's yeah. it called? White God. It's but the thing is, it's very artsy fartsy. Yeah, it has that level to it. It reminded me of a Haneke film, mm-hmm. but it's also you know dogs attack, which is cool. <laughs> uh, we both got to see something like a, a week ago now that uh, wouldn't necessarily be in my top ten so far this year, but I think was like a like so far one of the standouts that I, I've seen uh, the overnight. Uh, which was like a Duplass Brothers produced, you know, mumblecore movie. Uh, I like them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think they directed; they produced it. Uh, it's Jason Schwartzman and Adam Scott, uh, and it's uh, it's pretty good. I, I would recommend it. It's uh, you know, it's a, it's their typical fare. It's just uh, one location for a week. You know, a story that takes place in a weekend in one location. Yeah. Um, uh, relationship drama with some comedy, but uh, it was a good one. Well, I yeah, saw that their was on uh, Netflix. Was it? It was on the population list. Okay. Uh, is that going to theaters soon? Uh, we that just saw a preview screening. Yeah. I think gotcha. it just came out uh, this oh, Friday. Oh, never mind. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Um, I saw their band perform. I'm one of the rare people that actually saw the really? Duplass Brothers band. Back I didn't know they had a band. The Kyber in 2004. They oh, were really? called Volcano. I'm still excited. That was their name. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, they had one record. It was put out on polyvinyl. Uh-huh. And it's good. It's like kind of like Weezer-y huh. indie pop. Yeah. yeah, I could picture um, that. I was yeah, really yeah. hoping it was just improv jazz. <laughs> <laughs> they just make it up. It's mumblecore music. <laughs> uh, it was totally fun. I still have a t-shirt for them. Yeah. Are you uh, are you a fan of Baghead? That's like one of my favorite things they've done still, I think. Baghead's good. Uh, I think my favorite is either the Puffy Chair or the one with um, you know, the famous actor from Freaks and Geeks. Uh, I don't remember the name of it at all. Uh, Who's the oh, famous actor from Freaks and Geeks? Uh, There's a lot of them. at home. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, I liked Jeff Lewis. I did that movie. It's um, Jason, Jason Siegel. Siegel. Yes, mm-hmm. I loved that. Movie. I really I liked that movie. Great. I loved the convention of him talking about signs all the time. Yeah. The movie yeah. signs. Yeah. I've actually not seen that movie. <laughs> oh, dude, it uh, opens with him giving a monologue about the movie Signs. <laughs> I love signs and how he thinks it's a really important movie. And what it taught him is there are signs in life. Life is trying to point you in different directions. He's and, fucking right. I will defend the signs rest till of the, day the movie. I die. He re- he like continues to come back to like, well, you remember in Signs? Like, it's so funny. I would like to see that. Yeah. I like Jason Siegel. He's playing David Foster Wallace in a movie coming up. And supposed according to, be great. to the, uh, and, and actually, uh, I, I took note of this. I was at the Ritz a couple weeks back, and every trailer before a movie, uh, a reviewer referred to the lead actor or actress as a revelation. <laughs> um, every single trailer. <laughs> but apparently in this movie, he is a revelation. He is a revelation. So, yes. you know, it's uh, good stuff. Uh, well, I have a, re- a revelation for you. I think we need to end this podcast. Are we out of time? I Shit. think we're getting close. Yeah, mm. we're, we're hitting the end here. Unless anybody... So the one thing we like to do before we get out, actually, is uh, talk about recommendations of things you've seen recently that you just like really enjoyed and, and maybe wanted to pimp out to people that they should take a look at. Okay. Um, uh, I, well, go ahead. Um, I watch a lot of films that won't uh, see the light of day for a while, so I'm going to give you two films that you should look out for. Okay. One is a brand-new German film called The Bunker, um, very much along the lines of that kind of Greek new wave from a few years ago, like films like Dogtooth. Or oh, oh, yes. Love uh, Dogtooth. So, yeah, very um, wacky, silly, and just overall weird. Uh, it's about a uh, three-member family that live in a isolated bunker, and a college student comes to get away from his environment to concentrate on his studies. And then he gets involved in this insane family. Uh, and it's incredible, great fun. Hmm. And then the other one, um, that I was impressed by was, I think it's an Ethiopian film called crumbs, which, uh, takes place in a post-apocalyptic future where little like, um, toys are the currency, like kind of like McDonald's type Hmm. giveaway toys. 
and uh, it follows this um, deformed man as he goes across this wasteland on a quest. Uh, truly incredible. It's called Crumbs. I really like the sound of that. Uh, it, uh, it, there's no U.S. I, I, Ten Bucks says it debuts at uh, Fantastic Fest in okay. October. It's playing Fantasia in July. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fan, yeah. So keep keep an eye out for those two. That's cool. That sounds really cool. Sean, have you seen anything lately that you want to recommend to people, or is um, there something? Dark skis. Yeah. <laughs> and Dark Skies is pretty good. It's Dark Skies. <laughs> no, because the aliens they're they're called the skis. Wait, you, you've been watching Netflix nonstop. You got any more movies? Um, Wolf Cop was good. I um, want to watch Wolf, Wolf Cop. Yeah, I do want to see that. The Haunted of the Hunting of the Whaley House. Um, what else? What about that one about the guys who smoke weed? Oh, Bud's House. Bu- Bud's <laughs> House. Bud's, Bud's. It's about this um <laughs> this kid. They like they like smoke weed and they get into trouble. And, like, there's this guy, there's this really big fat guy who likes to take dumps at people's parties. And, like, everybody runs when he starts to take a dump. And and one of the Mexicans in their crew steals weed, like, a big bag of weed from the biggest drug dealer. And um, the, the kids plant, um, what's it called, um, grass in a big bag under, like, the, um, the house. And there was like this leak, and the poop made like the le the um the leaves weed, and they and they like um replaced the weed that the guy stole from his brother, and they started selling weed, and they like made all this money. It's really good. Does anyone make the joke that this is good shit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think so. yeah. I think so. Cannot do that. Oh, that's uh, and it's called what? I'm sorry, Bud's House. Yeah, Bud's, Bud's House. House. It's great. So. You gotta see it. <laughs> Apparently, you can ferment just uh, maple leaves into uh, weed with uh, shit. Myth. Uh, what's the plausible? <laughs> plausible. Uh, what do you What do you got, Scully? Um, it's an older. Uh, wait, did I recommend this last night? I was dead last night. I, don't I had know. to look at my uh, look at my list. Why don't you recommend what you just saw? Um. Oh yeah, you know what? They're put. They just put out a new uh, restoration of the Third Man, mm-hmm. yeah. and I went and saw it this afternoon. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was. It was delightful. That's it's a great movie. It was, uh, it's called The Third Man. What's it's from it about? Ni- 1949, I want to say. What's it about? It is a Cold War era mystery about a guy whose friend is dead, and he's trying to figure out who did it. Mm-hmm. No it's color. Uh, Black and white. <laughs> no, no, really? not into that. Forget it. It's All pretty right. cool stuff. No, you know what? I, uh, at the top of my list there, I just watched it the other day, I, <coughs> and I think I mentioned it yesterday. But in the loop, I had oh, not seen man. in the loop. I put that on the other day, and I laughed my. T- I think we actually t- talked t- about it after the show. So if okay, you want to yeah. give it a spin it's so here cool. quick, yeah. I wish I could deliver insults with the lethality of Peter Capaldi. Uh-huh. It's unreal. Yeah. Uh, he refers to one man as the baby from Eraserhead <laughs> in like a cordial, mean way. It's so funny. Well, and I, you had said something interesting about this movie to me that I, I think is worth bringing up, which is I, I had like some issues. I had like what, I didn't quite like that movie when I saw it. Mm. Uh, it was super funny, but I didn't really understand it. It was like really, really hard to wrap my head around the plot because everybody's just talking so fast. And never really like letting you, the audience member, in on. There's no exposition really. It's just people are. Mm. You get dropped in, and it just happens. And you brought up the great point that uh, you're probably not supposed to. As long uh, as you know their motivations. Yeah, that like you know what they want. As long as we yeah. know the arcs of the characters themselves and what they what they each individually want, it doesn't really matter what the greater geopolitical thing is that they're mm. all arguing about. The uh, idea that the guy who's supposed to take care of another man's public image is the most vile person in the world. <laughs> yeah. is very funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna recommend. I saw late last night. I saw uh, the the late great Paul Walker's mid 2000 uh, masterpiece <laughs> called Running Scared. Uh, have you seen this movie, Eric? Uh-uh. I'm gonna recommend it to you. Uh, it I I don't even know how to talk about this movie. Undercover it, cops. Yeah, it is actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's man. It's first of all, it's cr- it's like really crazy. What's it about? I mean, sorry. What's it called? It's called Running Scared. Uh, I don't know don't if I would recommend it for a 13-year-old. Uh, don't yeah. accidentally what's watch the Billy Crystal <laughs> is it bad? and uh, what's the tap dancer's name movie, <laughs> Running Scared. Uh, it's, it is kind of bad. Like That is the thing. It's not like a great movie. It's just really crazy. 
uh, and it has some really really fucked up stuff in it. Um, but uh, it, it's made in like um, almost like a Joseph Kahn style, or that's what it wants to be. It's like very like rapid and fast paced. Uh, but it looks like it was shot on like Walmart security cameras. It, like it just looks really weird. It doesn't look that good, uh, and it's very poorly edited and stuff. But uh, it's one of those movies where like for the first half hour. I was kind of bored by it because I was like, this sucks. You know, this is like not a good movie. And then as you were saying, I'm going to, Sean, I'm going to pay you a quick compliment here. Uh, as you were saying with Sean's Undercover Cops 2, where every little thing that happens in the first one does get brought back into the second one. Every stupid thing that happened over the first half hour of this movie that I was like, this is dumb. This is going nowhere. This is was all part of like this way bigger, crazier plot line that as the movie went on, suddenly the terrible style of it was working for it. Suddenly all of the bad acting was really playing into like what was supposed to be. It was like, I can't explain it to you. It just it just takes this turn at a certain point and becomes exactly what it should be and is really cool and interesting and weird. Awesome. Uh, it's fucking weird. And it's I, I think you would appreciate at least some things about it, if not the experience of the movie overall. Uh, I, I totally recommend it. Uh, really weird, really fucked up, but uh, really interesting. And has an unforgettable Vera Farmiga moment. Uh, something that I will probably never forget uh, for the Lost. rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. Juliet from Lost and the evil stepdad from Rookie of the Year. <laughs> uh, playing just a horrible couple of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, recommend. Recommend. And Paul Walker is good in this movie, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, quite good. Um, mm-hmm. Very good. He's just, what I love about Paul Walker is he's not the best actor, but he always looks like he's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's always like, I'm bored with whatever's going on. I'm yep. into it. Yep. Go for it. I'll take that enthusiasm. It was good. I will say, uh, Chaz Palminteri's in this movie, uh, and they make sort of a big deal out of revealing Chaz Palminteri a little bit into the movie, but it's like... Spoiler alert. Well, but here's the deal. If if you're familiar with Chaz Palminteri, you know it's fucking Chaz Palminteri the moment. He comes on screen in like a mask, yeah, so you yeah, don't yeah. know it's him, but it's like... That's Chaz Paul and Terry. Oh, yeah. And then when they reveal him later, you're like, yeah, 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 that's Chaz Paul and Terry. What if he pulled it off and you're like, oh, it's Dean Cain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I stand corrected. As himself. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's me, Dean Cain. And uh, I'm pissed. Look at my gun. Any plugs you guys have? Anything you want to shout out to? We obviously are going to uh, plug Philomoka, but do you have any uh, particular specific Philomoka things coming up that you want uh, people to know about? Um, there's two things that I can think of offhand, uh, that apply to your show, neither of which has been released, um, you know, to the public. Exclusive. Uh, the first <laughs> yeah. is the final Saturday of August, mm-hmm. which I think is the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, we're ho- hosting a band called Viper and Viper, uh, cover the Top Gun soundtrack from start to finish. <laughs> yes. And, uh, in, be- in between songs, there's audience interaction uh-huh. and they all wear appropriate Top Gun costumes. Uh-huh. Uh, so please come out to that. That That's sounds a, awesome. It's one of those real risky events. But, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> Volleyball net? Uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Probably everything you <laughs> everything you're expecting. Uh, and uh, and then our annual uh, David Lynch theme celebration. Oh yeah, um, that's happening Ooh. on October third this year. Awesome. And the headliner, uh, which we haven't announced, but I'll, I'll tell you guys, it is uh, the first public performance ever from the lady in the radiator from Eraserhead. No oh, shit. She's the wow. one who sings in heaven. Uh-huh. Uh, so I found her in California. She's a music instructor and uh, she's all booked to come in. So she's going to perform in heaven live with the nine piece divine hand ensemble performing the song live. Wow. That's incredible. And I that expect that. Awesome. Thank you. I expect that to sell out immediately once yeah. we announce it. Uh, and I guess we just did. So we'll, <laughs> we'll have tickets on sale in a month. Right or so. on. Yeah. I'm going to have to pick up one of them. That's, that's cool. Uh, that's fantastic. That is really, really cool. Thank you. Uh, Sean, uh, you have Undercover Cops 2 in production, yes. right? Uh, Dan and I are going to be in it, right? What are they going to be? Drug dealers, of course. Right yeah, well, that makes sense. I can do that. Yep. Uh, and uh, what what else you got? What what else you want to plug? You got a Twitter you want people to look at? Uh, you got a uh, anywhere? My new song, Monster. Well, Monster, it's not right. my song, but it's my. Music it's your music video. video. Um, that's all, is that on Check Vimeo as well? Okay. Yeah, Monster okay. by Little Sean. Yep. So look up Undercover Cops on Vimeo. Look up mm-hmm. Monster by Little Sean on Vimeo, and uh, coming soon, Undercover Cops Two Anonymous yep. Cop. Great subtitle. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Philadelphia. That's with an F. Uh, you can find me on letterboxd.com slash Philadelphia. I review every movie I see. Uh, I also, uh, they get reposted to thatentertains.com. Give them a quick club. Uh, club? Club. Give them a quick club. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, do I have any other plugs? No, fuck it. I don't. Uh, come see my, I have an open mic that I do every Tuesday. I never plug that here. We do every Tuesday at Medusa Lounge in uh, Philadelphia. Um, 
At Dan Scully on every platform. Oh, every go. platform, I have my name. So there you go. There you go. Any uh, websites for you that you, you got to plug there, Eric? No, we're philomocha.org, uh, cynadelphia.com. Oh, yes. Uh, which Dan writes for? Yeah. A um, whole bunch of stuff. Awesome. So many things. I also do video pirates. Uh, oh, yeah. Many, video pirates. Many yes. Different things. Uh, a lot of that stuff is linked through the Philomocha homepage, yeah, yeah. I think, right? Philomocha is a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, come out to Philomoca on uh, Thursday, July 9th. It is the one-year anniversary of Movie Movie Live. We have uh, Brian Anthony Wilson. We have uh, Dan Angelucci. We have Tommy Avaloni. Uh, great filmmakers each. Uh, so it's and a boatload of surprises. A ton of surprises. Uh, we we uh, spent the day editing the uh, the opening segment for this month's show. It's going to uh, be and great. And it brings much joy to Dan and I's hearts. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to share it with you. Uh, so uh, please come out. It's our one-year anniversary. It's going to be a huge show. It's going to be really fun. Uh, a lot of unique, unique things we're doing this month it's mm-hmm. going to be unlike any other show that we've done so uh it's going to be fun you should be there uh thank you uh mr bresler for having us for an entire year that's uh oh, it's been our pleasure we really i thought about it the other day and i was like i can't believe we've done this a year it doesn't feel like we've been doing mm. it for a year uh and we you guys have, have done it with that yeah you guys have really stuck by us uh and we really appreciate it uh we we hope that uh in this next year uh it can become the event that i think it is and just no one knows that it is mm-hmm. you know uh we we, we got to get it to that point where people know that it's the thing that it is yep. uh so we're, yeah thanks <laughs> thanks sean You're thanks welcome. buddy Thanks for the advice. Uh, so anyway, you can find us on Twitter at I Like Two Movie. That's with the number two. Facebook.com slash I Like Two Movie with the number two website pending. Uh, and uh, look us up on iTunes. I Like Two Movie Movie. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Leave us some And honestly, reviews. check the Facebook. We'll tell you what movie we're going to do next so you can watch it first. Yes, We please. have to start getting in the we habit gotta of that. we got to get in the habit so of this. Yes. Do yes. that. Uh, uh, that way you Facebook. can watch it we're first. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. At the very least, we'll post to the Facebook what it'll be in advance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, we end the show the same time every time. Uh, you guys will just jump in with this. You'll know it as it's happening. You'll figure it out. Dan, you want to kick it off? All right. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie movie. My name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Eric Bresler, and I like to movie movie. My name is Sean Coleman, and I like to movie movie. Also known as Lil Sean. <laughs> and we all know that you, you like, like to movie, movie because, because we, we like to movie. movie.